Well, welcome to the latest edition of the ASA podcast with me, Dr. Chris Keel. I know there's a fancier name for this, but I always forget it, so I just go with the basics. This week, there's an interesting question. I'm not sure where this came from, but it's going to get me in trouble one way or the other. The question was, what's going on with the stimulus money and the national debt? Uh, (laughs) Always a delightful topic of conversation. So we'll start a little bit with the trouble with the debt. We have been accumulating a tremendously large debt, much more so than has been the case in past years. I mean, if you look at at some of the the figures over the last decade or so, it's a little bit scary. In 2010, the U.S. owed the world about $2.5 trillion, roughly 17% of our GDP. By 2020, 20, 10 years later, that level had reached $10 trillion, more than 50% of our GDP. Today, that number is now $14 trillion, and 67% of our GDP. So it is really, really high. And it's also high at the same time that corporate debt is high. Again, back in around 2010 or so, zombie companies accounted for maybe 6% of all the listed companies on the markets. Zombie companies are those that are not making enough money to even handle their debt. Today, the number of zombie companies, 20% of those that are listed on the markets. So you have a debt problem. It's both at the federal level, it's the state level, it's corporate, it's consumers, it's everyone has gone debt crazy over the last 10 years. So what's wrong with this? Is there any real problem with having heavy debt? Number one problem, and the one that is probably the most imminent, is that it's it's opportunity cost. It's money that we're spending every year on debt service. We are now spending close to $400 billion a year just servicing the debt that we have taken out as a country. Now, that percentage varies a little bit. We now have around 40% of our debt is owned by the government itself and by the Fed. The Fed used to have a balance sheet of around $800 billion, uh, before the 2008 recession. It is now a balance sheet of around $6 trillion. So the Fed has been buying a lot of that debt. The rest of the debt is owned by U.S. investors and by corporate investors and private investors around the world. About 30% are held overseas, about 30% held by investors here. So the bulk of our debt is owed to ourselves, but the point is that all of these debtors are being paid. I mean, they all get a return for having invested in U.S. bonds. That $400 billion is money that can't be spent for anything else. So we argue over whether we should spend money on infrastructure or spend money on this program or that program, well, $400 billion of that is off the top before we even talk about what we're going to spend money on. It is now the fifth largest category as far as the federal budget is concerned. The only things that are larger, Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, and the military. And those five combined basically add up to around 80% of the federal budget. So when people start talking about, well, we can just eliminate waste or we can do this, that, and the other, um, you're trying to control a $23 trillion debt 
by not touching 80% of what you spend money on, it's not going to work. In order to really deal with the debt from a spending perspective, you would have to dig into things like Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, and the military, and those are not popular things to go after. The other alternative, of course, is to raise revenue. People are not too thrilled about that either because that means higher taxes. So we're more or less stuck with this kind of of debt crisis. And about the only thing that can be done at this point is to try to quit adding insult to injury and making it bigger and bigger. This question had to do with what the impact of the stimulus was. Well, it obviously added considerably to that debt. One of the reasons we jumped from that 50% of our GDP owed overseas to 67% was all the stimulus we did last year and this year. It is arguable that the stimulus we tried in 2020 was necessary. There were reasons it didn't really work very well, and we've actually talked about that before. The whole idea is when you stimulate, you're supposed to get the consumer engaged, but how can they get engaged when everything was closed? The stimulus that we did earlier this year, much more questionable, uh, really came at an inappropriate time and has basically just fed inflation more than it's done anything for the economy. Traditionally, countries try or should try to catch up on their debt during boom years and have money in reserve when they need it during a recession. We blew 10 years of recovery. Uh, We did not really do anything to control our debt after the 2008 recession. Granted, the economy wasn't really growing in great guns, but it was growing, and it would have been an opportunity to put some money aside to deal with the debt, but no one did. Now we went through a recession, and we're going into another boom. Do we spend money on controlling the debt now? still not a lot of support for it. You have people who wring their hands and say, gosh, our debt is so large. Well, stop spending money and figure out a way to raise taxes. Um, That's the only two things you can do. We will see a bit of erosion when it comes to the debt just because the economy is perking along and people will be paying taxes just as a matter of course, but it's not going to be enough to make any real change. So, not a very pleasant picture. We're not alone. Um, We are now sitting at about 110% of our GDP is debt, and that's excessively high. We shouldn't be more than 60% of our GDP. However, China is 280%, Japan's 260%, Greece is 180%, so we're not as bad as they are. (laughs) So... I've kind of likened this to a bunch of guys standing around saying, so how many credit cards do you have maxed out? And one guy says 15, the other guy says 12, and the United States is feeling very smug saying, ha, I only have six maxed out credit cards. The point is, you've all got maxed out credit cards and shouldn't, and that's that's a problem. It's a limiting factor. It is not clear how the U.S. would dig us out of another recession. So we have to hope that we don't have another one, because if we do, there's not a lot of money in reserve to handle the next one, uh, should we have to. So on that cheery note, I'm hoping that somebody asks me a question next week that is just full of rainbows and unicorns, and, and I can talk about all the good stuff. 
if I can find it. Thanks very much. Talk to you later.